0: Hello, my friend, this is Clyde, the path to victory, the first mile. So you might be able to guess what our focus is for today. But in case you don't know, let me tell you from the outset, you can decide whether this is something you want to hear, but I hope you listen, if even to see if you might hear one thing that is useful. What is victory? We're talking about the battle against the devil. You know that as a Christian you're a winner. Well, it is one thing to know it, but it is even more critical to actively go after it. I found out a while ago that it is not automatic. We don't get a chance to sit around and eat cookies and be victorious. We have to engage in this combat, my friend. That is the first rule of war engage the enemy (laughs) i just made that up but seriously this enemy we have called satan he is relentless he is intentional he is determined and he spares no one yes i said no one as nice as you are and as smart as you are i'm sorry to disappoint you but you are on his hit list let me, let me let me refresh your memory. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5 and verse 8. That is just a cold plain fact. This enemy, he casts his net far and wide. And as long as you're a child of God, you are target number one and he will catch you. I know it is disgusting and you know what is really disgusting when you're minding your own business living life as a Christian and out of nowhere a tempting thought wraps wrapped up in sophisticated disguise pops into your head you don't think I know think again how do you think he gets around to devouring us The lion understands his prey, and so when he roars, it is meant to scare you and make you freeze up, and then he pounces on you. But there are those times when he is not the lion, he moves stealthily. That is the version of himself that Jesus calls the thief, the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Man, he has mastered his craft. So ask any one of us who might fall into sin. Let's say sexual sin. Don't go there, Clyde. Please don't go there. Yes, I am going to go there because that is a common one. That is one that hits many of us. But we pretend and fool ourselves or fool other people that no, that's way, I'm way above that. Anyway. I'm not going to waste time defending this example. Satan does not typically come at you and tell you it is time to lust. You think he's stupid like that? Rather, he might present you with something attractive to the eye. And you look and you take a longer look. And before you know it, all parts of you... Are engrossed in lust, and after a while, you wonder to yourself, what just happened? Seriously, for real, he is the master of tricks, disguise, subtlety, and deception. Mm-mm-mm. Or let me choose a less embarrassing one like gossip. Which Christian you know gets up one morning and while they're having their first cup of coffee, they say, today I am going to gossip. Gossip is the first order of social media and I'm going to engage in that pleasure. No one does that. But the next second, your phone rings and it's a call from your close girlfriend. And she wastes no time in telling you something juicy about a friend at church. The friend that you really don't get along with. And for the next half an hour, you and your friend, you trade stories, a.k.a. gossip. And you feel good because a good gossip spreads stories. And stories means power. And it tears down the character of the person. Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. Well, let's get to the main point, the path to victory, the path to overcoming, putting the devil to flight. Here we go and let us dissect it piece by piece. It says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. James 4 and verse 7. Dissection number one. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil. You get it? Dissection number two, submit yourselves then to God. Do you notice what I did? There are three clauses in that statement and each time I drop off the last one until we get to the first one. The path to victory, my friend, begins with submitting yourself to God. I don't want to preach today, but let me say this. You want to win the battle? The absolute first thing you must do is submit yourself to God. Submitting yourself to God is an active effort. It is not good enough that you go to church weekly, but in your personal life, are you submitting to God? To submit to God is to acknowledge that God is the only one who can empower me, equip me to win the battle. He is a source of power. One of the things he wants us to do is is found in Psalm 119 verse 11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I couldn't have said it better. And we do that by fully immersing ourselves in the Bible. Read it daily. Study what it says. Deposit it in your heart. My friend, it works. Ask Jesus about his temptation in Luke 4. Well, you don't need to ask him literally, but read it for yourself. Another form of submitting to God is simple, but it requires you to depend on God. And trust me, there is no shame in that. In fact, it is super wise to depend on God since he knows everything. The scripture I'm thinking about, it is compelling. It is useful for self-talk. It is admitting to yourself that I get my power from nowhere else. No one else but God. And it comes when I trust him. Here's what it says. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4 and verse 13. The path to victory is found when we are fully engaged and invest in our relationship with God. When we learn to submit to God. It is your winning strategy.